Hey guys, welcome to The Bottom Half is Red. I'm your host, Baron Longstrath, and I am excited to bring to you a show that is going to give you some thought-provoking discussions. It's going to give you some expert insights to both encourage and some practical steps for how to build an organization that can more effectively introduce the world to Jesus Christ. So what is the bottom half is red? It's all about building a culture of excellence. It's about growing your unique and creative identity. And it's about carrying out the will of God at any cost. So you're gonna see that through practical teaching tips, developing a culture of giving, creating branding and marketing, or even methods to help guests feel safe and welcomed. This podcast is gonna have you covered. But before we dive into today's episode, I wanna take just a moment and extend a special invitation to all of our dedicated listeners. If you're looking to get even more involved in our community and gain some access to some behind the scenes stuff, become a Patreon supporter. And you can find that link in the episode description or even on Patreon, just visit the bottom half is red. Listen, we can't wait to welcome you on board and to share this exciting journey. Now, let's jump into today's episode. Hello, I am Raina Longstreth, and I am so glad that you decided to tune in today to The Bottom Half is Red. You took time out of your day to be with us, and I am with my handsome hubby co-host, Baron Longstreth, and I'm so excited for today's episode. So I want to introduce to you the theme discussion today, and it is trash cans. Yes, it is. And yep, we've d- we've just made this whole episode about trash cans and how the simple task of adding a few missing pieces can change the way your culture operates. It's so good to be here. This is going to be an exciting episode. I'm excited yes, about it. Yes, it is. In this episode, we're going to actually address what we're going to call two behaviors that are critical for cultural excellence. And that's kind of the theme of the bottom half is red, is our desire to try to strive for cultural excellence. So what are the two behaviors? The first one is to deliberately examine current processes, practices, procedures within our influence. So whether that's church, it could be home, uh, a father or mother, uh, business, um, ministry, you apply where you're at and we're going to do our best to try to examine that. Number two is can we be courageous enough to make the changes that are necessary? Is it something that we have the courage to address? So let's talk about the word culture here for just a second. This word culture is derived from a French term that's actually taken from a Latin word, and it simply means this, to tend to the earth and to grow. We can use the term cultivation or even to nurture. And so culture is about tending in order to make something grow. And if you're going to do a thing, as our executive producer says, you might as well do it right. Of all the definitions on culture, I gravitate towards this one the most. And that is, culture is what makes us us. Isn't that cool? Right. It's cool. So simply being put, culture is the sum total of our active values, especially here at the church today. It's our active values. So it's what we value in operation. So it's what our values are and how we execute them that reveal what our culture is. So two things, it's critical to establish what our core values are 
or as an audience, it would be critical for you and your ministry or your place of business to establish what your core value is. Right. Okay. And then it'll be essential for you to govern those values. So let's look at how trash cans, you know, it just seems like such a simple, like such a simple thing, right? It's just a couple of trash cans, but that's, that's not it at all. It really goes a lot deeper than that. But to our audience here, we are very intentional about our church culture. Yeah. So Ray and I decided to objectively look at our operation here at our local assembly. And so what we did is we took kind of this first time friends point of view. Yeah. And so what we try to do is essentially walk through our operation again for the very first time. Ray, uh, you're going to take us on this journey and I'm, I want you to explain the importance of trash cans. So uh, for the first 10 years of our church plant, we were in storefronts, which is a smaller space. Right. But we always tried to make that st- our every storefront we had, we'd made it just as nice as it could be for right. when people from the front door. So I'm a big front door person. When I walk into a business, a dentist office, um, whatever, I'm. it's from the front door of how I'm feeling when I walk in, you know, if it's clean, if it's, if it's safe. And um, so I, we were reading this book. And for the life of me, I was trying to think of this last night of a book that I was reading about how to make sure that your space is as clean and welcoming as possible. I can't think of it. If I can, maybe um, David could put it in the comments or, or attach it somehow. Anyway, so I was walking through the church one night as I was thinking, okay, I'm just walking in for the first time. I was acting like I was just a friend for the first time. And I was walking through our building and just looking around. Right. And then also I was also doing that when we would have a service, just pretending like I was walking in from our service team from the front door and just walking through. And I saw that we didn't have enough trash cans. Describe enough. Like maybe the audience doesn't know exactly what our layout looks like. So describe enough. So basically the only trash, trash cans that we had were two trash cans on the way out the door by the restrooms. Um, and so, which would mean I noticed that people were carrying their tissues with them as they left church. They were carrying their coffee, the, the coffee cups that they, we had served. Yeah, because we, we serve. Coffee. Yeah, we offer, like we have a coffee station. Yes. When you first walk into the right-hand yeah. side. And so we were giving them coffee, which is a part of our culture. Right. We were giving them coffee in the mornings. And so there was two trash cans by the coffee area as, on, your, on your way out. But then there was no more trash cans except for in the restrooms. And probably hidden in the Sunday school rooms, but your guests, uh, they shouldn't have to go into a Sunday school room to find a trash can or to throw their tissue away. And they also shouldn't have to go around after church talking to one another with their trash in their hands. There should be just, you shouldn't have to hunt. It shouldn't have to be a treasure hunt to throw away your trash. Right. So I was like, I remember coming home going, Babe, we don't have enough trash cans in the church. I remember the conversation vividly. You should be able just to be able to turn around the sanctuary and there should be visible trash cans for people to not have to carry their stuff around or feel like they have to stuff it in their diaper bag or their purse or whatever, um, you know, hidden places. Right. So I think when you said that to me, I remember the feeling I just, at first I'm like, of all the things that you could notice when you walk through for the very first time, 
and you noticed the fact that we did not have trash cans. And I, I remember the feeling like, why would that be the first thing that she's noticing until I walked through the building and I noticed what we didn't have and it was trash cans. Mm-hmm. And it was a simple violation or a simple inconsistency yeah. of our pursuit of excellence. Right. And you're exactly right. We're, we're literally handing somebody a coffee cup and it's more than just yeah, coffee cup, a napkin. A, there's also a bottle of water available for yeah. people. Yeah. So I mean, we've got this whole desire to try to make people as comfortable as we can, and yet the end result of their experience with water and napkins and and a, a warm cup of coffee is the fact that they're carrying this around. And and you know, these first time friends don't want to be. Hey, where's your trash can at? You know, they don't want to yeah. be in, in, impolite about it. Right. And so they're, they're going on a journey to yes. just, to, to try to dispose of their uh, waste. And, oh, I just have to add this in real yeah. quick. So I noticed trash cans. Okay. Like I just noticed trash cans now. Anyway, so I'm at Costco this week. They had a lot of um, tasting samples out. I don't know why, but they had one like on every aisle. Yeah. We call that lunch. That, yeah, that. <laughs> so does Jude. He calls it lunch and he was wanting to taste everything this day. I'm not trying to carry around that trash. So I had, I noticed that they added trash cans. I've never seen this before, but they added a trash can on each aisle this mm. week. I've never seen that many trash cans before. And I just felt so loved and felt so at home and I felt so safe. And I didn't have all the trash in the cart or in my hand, or I guess to shove it down in my purse. But hey, Costco had trash cans, big ones, by every sample station. I've never, they, I've never, I've had samples before. So I'm just saying, it's a thing. It's a thing. No, it is a thing. I want to, I want to ask you, I want to take you back to an earlier part of this conversation, real quick. And you said that when you walked in, you look for not only what you see, but you, you, you talked about what you felt when you walked in. And several times you made the connection between a lack of and it being some kind of, I'll use the term inconsistency in the way that you feel. So I'm not a feeling person. I am am a fact-driven person. And so it's just black or white to me. It's yes or no. But you, it's a feeling attached to it. And I think that is important because those feelings can linger and yeah. so when you leave, a lot of those that are more in touch, they, they feel that inconsistency. I don't yeah. know. Is that something that you would want to expound on? Because I'm, I'm not a feeling person. I, that's not something that I, I would connect to. But you mentioned it several times. The way I feel when I walk sure, into Sure, like I, how it felt when you walked in and realized there's, there's nothing here. I feel like that when you, since I am wired that way and I used to, complain and to ask God to take that away. But he's the one that wired me. He's the one that created me. And so to my best ability, I'm trying to logically uh, make sure that I am self-disciplined. I'm going to add a little bit of Bible here. The word says, for I've not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. Sound mind. When you look that up in the Greek, it means a self-disciplined mind. And so I am trying, to, even though that I am wired to feel, but I want my mind to be self-disciplined and make sure that I'm aligning with the word. But so when I walk into a room and 
it makes me feel like they weren't prepared for me. So trash cans, having multiple trash cans, I'm saying to you, we have prepared this place, this space for you. We have prepared and we are ready. If the chairs are lined and nicely lined, and I'm sure there are those that are like, oh, my pastor's wife is so extra, but I want people to know that we have prepared a space for you. We have been praying for you. We are expecting you. We want you here and it is clean. It is safe and it's ready. And you're not going to have to carry around your trash. You're not going to have to carry around your tissue. And you know what? This space has been prepared and you can just come in and relax and just let let God have everything because we have prepared this space for you. And that's what it means to me. Even if I walk into a business any, anywhere, I've said that earlier, like I'm looking for that connection. Hey, how are you doing today? We are so glad that you're here. No, you're not being fake. Like you are, we prepared, we've cleaned and we're happy that to have your business because there's a lot of other businesses here. There's a lot of other churches here. And so how we love people, how we make that connection, that look, I like to look people in the eye. Look people in the eye and say, I'm so glad that you're here. We've prepared this space, this place. We've prepared it for you. I, I absolutely love that because it is so critical. Safety, and we're going to talk about this in a, in a later episode, but safety is one of the highest concerns for an individual to have when they walk into a place of business or some kind of a I place know. of operation. And it's safety. It's emotional safety. It's physical safety. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's down, down the board. They want to have a safe experience, whatever. And this uh, episode is way more than us just lacking trash cans. This is an episode about our ability to be able to objectively look at our current processes, right? Right. And our practices and our procedures and, and how we are really trying to um, create a culture of welcome. And as we objectively looked, we realized we're missing some of the most simple, simple, simplistic elements. And are there other simple, simplistic elements that we might be overlooking that if we just objectively took a second of our time, looked around and said, oh, we we got now here's the thing we get used to what we're missing mm-hmm. we don't miss what we're missing right right mm-hmm. you just you learn to live and that's what we were doing and our pursuit of all of these lofty things we we're realizing oh we're 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 missing the most simplistic things yeah like these are basic things that we should be giving or operating by and it, it, that's what it was it was right. just a basic operation I mean, we've increased, we've increased our sound production. We've increased our, you know, our safety and security measures. We, I mean, you, you name it, the church today is doing its best. And that should be something that your business, your ministry, your home, right? Yeah. Cross pollinates into all avenues of life. We should be doing our best to pursue these things. Yes. But in that pursuit, sometimes we overlook the most simplistic and basic things. Yeah. And that is what this episode mm-hmm. really is. It's Yeah, well, it's just like God is love, right? He's love. And there's so many different ways to show love, and one of those is is acts of service. And I, and honestly, when when I'm when I feel like I I've been taken care of and, th- and that there's a space where I can come and just relax, take a deep breath and sit down and it's been prepared, I feel loved. 
Oh yeah, absolutely. I feel like, and I know there's so many. There's all these different love languages. Love is how you doing today? Or is there anything I can do for you? But it's also um, when when people come in and they feel like you've prepared a place and you've done it in love, they can't leave here without feeling your love, but most importantly, God's love. And I think that's going to separate the the different cultures is our, a, a culture of love and our core values of unity and and letting people know that they matter to us and we're going to you know ensure their safety here and it's a place they can come and rest and we we've said this before we've said that excellence is not something we strive for right it it should be something that we we live from yeah and so our quest is not to be better than anybody our quest is to is to open the doors of of our ministry this nonprofit is to open the doors and give people the very best that yes. we should be yes. giving them. Yes. We should be a great representation of the excellence of who we serve, right? Yes. And so, yes, I realize it's simply just trash cans. It's something that we just overlooked. But this became something that we talked to our executive team about. We got them involved. Yeah. This is something that we made aware to our all team, like our volunteer our uh, heads of ministry. Yes. So this was a, a contagious moment for our church because what it did for us first is it showed inconsistency and we yes. addressed it. Mm-hmm. We didn't make a major deal out of it mm-hmm. in terms of like, oh, we didn't cry about it. We addressed it. We looked at it objectively. We addressed it. Mm-hmm. You saw it. We addressed it. And we felt like we could do better yes, than just- Yes, we researched trash cans. Now, Yes. Tell yeah, us, tell us about that. The, the size, re- researched it, and then also found these cool little uh, trash can covers, their material, and you can wash them, which is a huge thing. If some, if you know, because you don't want to offer a trash can and it's it's got stuff all over yeah. it. That's it's they're always clean, and that was our team. So we just, you know, it's like set this culture, and they they bought into it, and it's they just did an amazing job, and they're all uniformed and yeah. So nice. I mean you. You're describing it's I don't know 30, 30 inches high. It's, yeah. it, it it's square. It's like a rectangle. It's mm-hmm. not round. It's not frumpy. It's not in the way. We found a way to supply the need. We mm-hmm. took care of the need, and we did it in a way that was uniform with yes of how we operate our church. So we didn't violate that. We didn't violate our culture of excellence by placing trash cans and and in every nook and cranny of the church. But there is not a place in our church now. That you cannot find to throw away your stuff. But here's yeah. the thing. If you're not looking for it, mm-hmm. you're not going to see it. Right. They're not an eyesore. Yeah. They don't draw attention. No. They're just... They're there. They're there. They're there, they're but they They're just nicely fit. hidden. Yes. And, and that's a key is what are we missing? Mm-hmm. So this, this became, trash cans became really kind of a... Uh, a, a push for every departmental leader yes, to what say, are we missing? what are you missing? Yeah. So look, what can obje- we do better? What can you do better? Yeah. And, and so yes, what else has been potentially overlooked? We encourage you. This is what we do. What are we overlooking? Right. Kind of that AAR, that after action report. Yes. After every major event, we look at it. W- what did we do? What did we do right? What can we do better? What can we do better? Yeah. And when, when we have our yearly reviews, what are you doing? How successful is that? What can you do better? What, mm-hmm. what are the areas that, that, that might not be as, as uh, strong? And, and how can we 
what are we overlooking basically? And, and here's the thing I love. We're not just asking people to objectively look. We're empowering them mm-hmm. to examine that yeah. ministry, place of influence, examine that, and then be willing to address it. Yes. Don't allow sacred cows to take up space in fields that are already overcrowded. Mm-hmm. Like, let's be willing to say this isn't working or I never even saw in the first place. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. We'll close it out right here. You are very, very particular. And I love that about you. You're very particular when it comes to this church, when it comes to this home, when it comes to the operation, you see and you're willing to address. We have created a culture of constructive criticism. Yes. Where it doesn't damage somebody emotionally. Right. If the trash cans are missing in their ministry or their place of influence. And we can't be so highly or uber sensitive when it comes to practical things that can make us better. We need to be able to objectively look at that and we need to have the courage enough to address it. That's right. I wanted to share this quick story. You know, when you're pouring into people over the years and these young, these young people, these, these kids, you don't even realize that they're watching as much as they are. We know they're watching, but I remember an event that we had and I wasn't there yet, or I was um, coming the next day. And she told me one of our young people who is now married and has children. And she said, somebody came in and, and set something down on the table. And, and I looked at them and said, oh, no, that's not going to do. Sister Longstreth wouldn't want that there because she had been watching. She had been watching. And I think it was uh, the way that we were setting the table up for food and putting it in you know, different containers and having a spot for each thing. But she had been watching over her young years and and learning. And I didn't even realize how much influence I was having over her. And it's not like I'm trying to make little me people. I was trying to, you know, it's establish a culture of excellence. And she said that and she was telling me the story. And it it just, uh, it made such a difference that people were watching and they do, they're learning and they you are investing in, in people and people are getting it. Hey, we want to encourage all of our audience today to look for the trash cans in your place of influence and do not be afraid to objectively say, this is what's missing or this is what's not needed. Yes. And then have the courage enough to be able to address it. We can do it better. We can do it better. Thank you so much for joining us on The Bottom Half is Red. Uh, Listen, I hope you have enjoyed your time with us today and gained something of value. If you love what you heard today, please do not forget to subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. This helps us. Your feedback is incredibly crucial, and we want to improve on what we're doing and to bring you the best content possible. You can find us on Facebook, look us up, Instagram, even YouTube at the bottom half is red. Hey, be sure to check the episode description for any links to any resources that we have mentioned during the show. You don't want to miss out. This podcast is a production of The Church Today here in the great city of Tulsa, and the executive producer is our very own David Tandra. I hope you've had a fantastic time, and we look forward to having you with us again on our next episode of The Bottom Half is Red. We'll see you then.